Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 154. And today, today, sorry, I can't talk right now. Today we are talking about a very controversial and heated debate, which is Happy Holidays versus Merry Christmas. So to some of you, we're going to wish you some Happy Holidays. Some of you other uh, Christmas snowflakes will uh, happily wish you a Merry Christmas as well. Uh, this is a debate that I think has been going on for a few years now, at least in the United States, where uh, I think maybe it all started with a Starbucks cup that said Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. I'm not 100% sure about the origins. Perhaps Jared knows and we can talk about them in a little bit. But uh, there are a lot of people really against the idea of wishing people Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. And so we will be breaking this down later and discussing it. And I'm curious to see what Jared has brought for us today. So without further ado, my good buddy and my fellow co-host, my uh, fellow Happy Holiday or possibly Merry Christmas wisher, what's going on, Jared? Hello. Today marks day 6,397 of the war on Christmas, Chad. You know, I went to Starbucks today. You know, it's. I was excited to order a latte. And uh, they handed me a cup, a red cup. No Christmas trees, no Santa Claus, not even a damn reindeer on that cup. You know, I was like, all right, all right, that it's red. It's red, you know. At least I'll have a nice interaction with my favorite barista, Crispin. Crispin turned to me and said, hey, Jared, have a happy holly- ho- holidays. And I said, God damn it, Crispin. You have a Merry Christmas, okay? Everyone in here have a Merry Christmas, Please spread a little love. Follow us on Instagram, where the fight continues. I will not end until everyone is telling me Merry Christmas at all times. Untranslatable <laughs> podcast is the namesake of this podcast. I don't know how you couldn't find it. But clearly, according to uh, my deep analytical research of the data, I'm noticing clearly some of you aren't finding it. So uh, spread a little love. Follow us on Twitter, too. Untranslatable1, the number one. Five-star reviews on iTunes and or Stitcher and or whichever one you use. But hey, listen, if, even if you don't use one, you're welcome to still do it on the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad, it's good to see you. It's good to see you sitting up straight. Yep. Good to see you um, relatively not sweaty. Um, how are you feeling? Well, l- let's give the listeners a little little context here. So uh, we were slated to record two days ago and uh I had ordered fried chicken from a place I've ordered chicken be- fried chicken before, uh, so I thought it was safe, you know. And I remember Jared telling me before I got to China, at some point you are going to get either food poisoning or traveler's diarrhea, whatever you want to call it. Um, I had some coming out both ends, so I would no, say I that didn't was. Say that you said that. <laughs> Did I say that? I thought you said it. Anyways, I mean, I probably agreed with you, but you seemed very convinced of it yourself. You were already like talking about it like it was an inevitable thing that was already... You're like, well, when it happens, I'm going right. to take this. Um, but yeah, so you got a little um, got a little sick from your... Did you... Um, how, how soon after your meal did you realize something was wrong? So, so here's the thing. So uh, I, Are I you got sure my... it was that meal too? I'm pretty positive because at least... From the other people I've talked to, in China, when this happens, it happens pretty quick. Okay. Uh, and so, so I had my I had my dinner, my uh, Korean style fried chicken, which tasted delicious, by the way. But uh, I uh, 
I ate, I think worst? around, I right, I ate around, I think, 7 o'clock. And then by 9 or 9.30, I already, uh, how, how do I put this nicely? Artie was doing, Artie was doing uh, half of the toilet dance, uh, meaning I wasn't, I wasn't throwing up yet, but uh, definitely had it coming out the other way. Something and, was amiss. Right, and that was at that was at probably nine thirty or so, nine or nine thirty. So only a couple hours later. Were you immediately like uh, when when you realized initially they're like this doesn't this is a little uh, okay. Were you initially like uh uh oh, or were you were you just like oh that 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 was not good? That was my first thought. Was just oh that was not good. I figured I figured it was probably just like a case of like the runs or something, and you know whatever. Right, it does happen, and. And I mean that has happened to me a little bit here in China, but it was nothing of serious concern. But that's just right, <laughs> right. Well, not you, not, not usually, <laughs> not usually, but um, not usually. But um, anyways, so so then then I go to bed around around midnight, and and like I like my stomach was a little upset. I should have at that point. I should have taken something. I think that was where I made my fatal By mistake. You mean Z Pack? Uh, Z-Pack or I have like some charcoal tablets as well. Okay. Um, because it, you, it, it, I assume it works better the earlier you catch it, like would, any sort of sickness. I would also assume so. Uh, I couldn't tell you because I didn't take it very early. Because I, I just figured... <laughs> we'll find I out just, next time. That'll be fun. Oh, God. Let's, let's, don't, <laughs> don't put this on me, Jared. Don't you put this back on me. But anyway, so, so I go to bed and... Uh, and and I eventually fall asleep, and then I wake up at five twenty something, and my stomach is in knots, and I realize like I I need to go to the bathroom, so yeah. I so I like run to my bathroom. Uh, I'm not going to get into graphic detail, but I was I was definitely on the bathroom uh, on the on the toilet for at least an hour. Um, oh, yeah, it was not it was not good. And then try to go back Did to you sleep. Play any music or anything. I didn't. No, I was okay. I was wallowing in self pity and. Dude, uh, <laughs> there's nothing more pathetic than lying on the ground in front of your toilet. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't lying on the ground. Uh, but like sitting, or like even like sitting on the. Uh, well, now I'm really showing my uh, my lowest lows in life. There's or even just like sitting on the ground in front of your toilet, uh, like just on the floor at, uh, in front of your toilet, is a sad, sad moment. And I assume I would hope everyone's life. I would agree with that, but uh, I was I was on that porcelain throne that entire hour, mm. uh, so I wasn't sitting on the floor. Um, I had, well, I had a, one time. I literally laid out my towel uh, and lied down for uh, for like ten minutes. Oh, I, I believe it. I mean, trust yeah. me, I was getting pretty close to that to that uh, point, and so um, were you sweaty? So too? yeah, all sweaty. Yep. What, um, yep. So what you ended up taking just charcoal or charcoal and Z pack? Uh, just charcoal. Just okay. my like, just my like. Why not Z-Pack? Upset stomach. Uh, How did you choose one over the other? I don't know. I, I guess I wanted to. I knew it was bad, but I've had food poisoning before that was far more aggressive. Mm. Um, let me just put it this way: I only, I only puked once. Whereas I've had other food poisoning before where it's oh. been like both really yeah. aggressively and really bad. Mm-hmm. So that's why I decided. Because after 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 I threw up once, uh, and I'm really sorry for all of our listeners. This is, this is kind of gross, but this is my life in China. So here is, you go. This is very useful for anyone that wants to or is an expat in um, in a country with, with uh, such a different culture. You know, true. Like this, it, it's and bound different to happen food for, standards. Yeah, different too. foods too. Yeah, it's 
bound to happen to a lot of people that do any sort of travel, I would say. Right. Absolutely. And so anyway, so after I had thrown up once, I wasn't really like my stomach was upset, but it, you know how you can kind of tell when like, it's really not your stomach, but your intestines that are upset Mm -hmm. versus like you're feeling nauseous. I could tell there was a distinct feeling between those two. And so I thought, okay, um, I'm just going to take the the charcoal um, because I, I don't know. Um, I, I why, really, are you being, why, why are you trying to be stingy with your uh, <laughs> medication? Because, because I'm thinking, I'm trying to, if this happens again and it's worse, that's when I would use the Z-Pack. Right. I guess that's fair. You did admit that this is not as, yeah. You know, I kind of have a similar uh, mentality here in Michigan. When it's starting to turn to winter, it mm-hmm. takes a long time, I think longer than it needs to for me to bring out my heaviest jacket because... I'm like, well, once I upgrade from my, you know, lower level, but still a winter jacket, mm-hmm. you know, my green jacket, once I upgrade from the, to the next level of jacket, this is right. my highest level of jacket. So I can't right. get comfortable in winter, early winter, when it's 30 degrees out of my big jacket, when it yep. comes to negative uh, 20. And I'm like, I don't have anything better. Right. Layers, my man. Jacket, Layers. <laughs> um. I've been busting out my thickest winter jacket now for a couple weeks, so I, I am a, I'm going to have to layer it up once it gets a lot colder here. Um, but yeah, but anyway, so the food poisoning though. So then I, we were supposed to record a podcast. Uh, I want to thank Jared for being so flexible because I texted him, and I was like, I was in bed, also sweaty, like feeling like death, and I was like, dude, like we could try to record, but if we could push it to uh, another day, that would be great. You betcha. Because I don't want to be sitting here about to say something and be like, oh, be right yeah. back. <laughs> be right back. So, uh, I don't but know. The, I, I told you this might make great, uh, great content. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe I'd fall on my ass on the way to the toilet. And then, <laughs> and then it'll take even longer um, to come back and keep recording. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, but that kind of derailed my entire day. I, I had a bunch of work sure. I wanted to get done. Uh, I was so exhausted because, you know, I slept for maybe... I don't know, probably four or five hours and then mm-hmm. had a three-hour intermission between my sleep and then went back for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And I was I have not felt this weak or this exhausted in a long time. I couldn't tell you the last time I felt so uh, so physically drained. I also was pretty emotionally drained after that. Like, I'm, I'm kind of a baby when it comes to not getting <laughs> enough sleep. Um, and I'll so, tell you this. You seem me like if you if I hadn't known, you seem fine to me. You know, if you I, mean if like I, right I, now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's been two days. It's been lots of liter and a half bottle of water drinking, and so uh, have you? You've definitely made an extra point to be sort of extra hydrated these days. Extra hydrated. Uh, I've good. only I've Stay been hydrated. on a strict, not spicy uh, chicken, like grilled chicken. Uh, rice and banana diet, like very bland, plain foods. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so been trying to do my best to you, do you get, get back to health. When you eat anything now? Well, right now I've only been eating the same stuff. So ask me tomorrow okay. or tonight when I'm eating different stuff. Uh, I don't think so. I will tell you though, I'm probably never going to order fried chicken from that place again, which is a bummer because it's super yeah, delicious. That is but, a bummer. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm like 99% positive that it's that. Because what I had for lunch, I've also eaten before, and it's never even given me an upset stomach before. Did you end up, did you end up going to work and teaching? You what? You started I, like I did. two or three? I did. And I tell you what, man, I, 
I really was. I'm not a super religious guy, but I was definitely <laughs> saying some prayers. Merry Christmas, mother. hoping. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was definitely saying some prayers and hoping I would get through the lesson because when I teach, I teach for three forty-five minute blocks, so I teach right. for like over two hours. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. Um, but the funny thing is, like, I was I was going to tell my students, like, hey, just a heads up, if like I seem a little drained today, like it's because you know I had my first bout of food poisoning in China. That's embarrassing. And uh, yeah, but I ended up not telling them. Um, but I, th- I think they could tell a little bit. Like I was definitely not my usual self. Yeah, but they um, probably won't. Maybe they'll think you were sick or off or something. But they, but they probably wouldn't jump to. Uh, oh yeah, he's probably been shitting himself all night. Probably, <laughs> well, eh, probably not. Probably not. But uh, because, they're, because that doesn't happen to them as anywhere close to as often, I would assume. I don't know. I've heard a lot of Chinese people also have that same problem. Like I've had really? colleagues who. Yeah, yeah, I've heard colleagues who. Their students will say, like, I really have to go to the bathroom. And then they'll ask them, you know, like, is this like a, like, kind of a more serious issue? And if they say yes, they're like, just go home. Like, just go home. Wow. I thought, yeah, I assumed yeah. that, yeah. like, you know, when I was in Tanzania, they were serving us different food, like, certain foods or beverage they would serve us. Uh, like, they made this homemade banana beer. And mm-hmm. our, our kind of tour guide guy was like, I would not drink that if I was there. He's like, I don't even drink that. <laughs> right. But, he's, but, they were, but they were just like casually drinking it like it was a Miller High Life. You know? Right. Well, they're, they're, well, so the thing is, is that, yes, uh, I would say there are probably certain things that would upset a foreigner or a Westerner stomach here in China that might not mess with their stomach as much. But the problem is, is that a lot of this actually comes down to uh hygiene and bacteria and so that's still i think your body i'm not a doctor jared's doctor i'm not a doctor but uh there's (laughs) only like there's only like a certain threshold i would assume of how much bacteria your body can handle especially your digestive tract until you get no one no matter no matter the level of you know, no, no matter the quality of food that you get on a daily basis, no one's immune to moldy food, you know? <laughs> right, right. Well, like, and the thing is, too, with just, food maybe poisoning... Maybe you can handle it better, but no one's, you know, right. just like, oh, no, I can eat anything. Exactly. And the whole thing with, like, food poisoning and also, uh, also another thing that kind of has the same effects as food poisoning is, like, a norovirus, is that both of these things, your body is trying to get that bacteria and that bad stuff out of you as fast as possible, mm-hmm. which is why it's usually coming out of both ends, coming out very quickly, kind of violently. Um, so yeah, but the funny thing about this whole ordeal though, Jared, is that I had gotten to the level now in China where I was like, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not actually going to get food poisoning. Maybe the food here is actually okay and I'll be all right. <laughs> um, but Just you know what? You start though? to get comfortable. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what? I should have. I should have maybe known because I had actually ordered fried chicken from this place. I probably ordered it from this place four or five times. There have been a couple times where like I ordered it and then the next day I had like a little bit of like the runs. But it was nothing serious and no no seriously bad upset stomach. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing though is like when I order it because it's so cheap, I would usually order enough to eat it for like like two meals. And right. then I've noticed when I cook it, and I think I cook it a bit longer, then there's no no issues whatsoever. Hmm. Um, so I wonder if they're just not cooking it long enough. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. It's but anyways, chicken. it's chicken. Yep, fried chicken. Okay. So, all right. So I'm yeah, disgusted. spread a little love. Let's do it. Let's yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm glad you're feeling better though. Me too. And Me too. Uh, 
definitely could have been worse it seems like so I'm oh yeah to, uh, i mean i mean i know people in china that have definitely ended up in the hospital um, oh wow yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and then in china i know when you go to the hospital here i've heard basically it doesn't matter what you at least if you're in a chinese hospital not like a western westernized chinese hospital um is that i know that a lot of uh a lot of people here in china they um They'll put you on an IV. Doesn't matter what you're in there for, they will put you on an IV. I hate needles, so I am terrified of going to the hospital here in China um, because they'll put you on an IV drip pretty much no matter what. They love IVs here. So anyways, <laughs> let's spread some love, though. Let's spread some love. Uh, spread a little love. So my first one goes out to a support group called, I believe it's called Ella Friends, E-L-E uh, Friends, which was created by the Mental Health Charity Mind, is a forum that has been helping people um, who have been dealing with cyberbullying. And when I first read this article, Jared, I kind of thought, I kind of thought, well, on some to some extent, like I've I've watched a lot of comedians do stand up um, bits about cyberbullying, and you know, a lot of them will say something along the lines of, well, if you're getting cyberbullied, just turn off your computer or whatever, mm-hmm. um, which. I think years and years ago, that was definitely a thing. But nowadays, because we are so attached to our phones, unless you're willing to turn off all your notifications, not use any of your social media accounts, not check your emails, we we are so ingrained with uh, using phones and the internet nowadays that I think that cyberbullying is a much bigger issue. Um, And and so I think it's really... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. A, a lot of these, a lot of these famous people that might, you know, you know, tell people, you know, just turn off your computer or turn off your, um, you know, turn off your phone or whatever, and, and or close Facebook, and you won't have these issues. I bet you a lot of them would admit, or maybe not admit, but definitely probably has happened where um, they they've been like negatively affected by uh by something that they've seen someone write about them on twitter or instagram or something now a lot of them might say yeah like no i don't look at my comments i don't look at my comments oh no that's a cesspool right but i bet you that uh, for a lot of people that started because they saw some shit that are like i don't like this (laughs) like that one was a little too real and i don't need this sort of unnecessary negativity in my life so i think a lot of those people that make fun of it now that they're probably even more into it now would it would mm. be like oh, like would maybe they wouldn't call it cyberbullying because they're scared of being like considered wimps or something? But I think that it, a lot of people could admit that it's a, it's affected them if they have any sort of you know platform or I mean people that don't too. But. Right, right. Well, I think the whole thing about cyberbullying too is that it's just um, it's I think it it also can get to a level as well where like you can be bombarded with messages and all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff and you feel like. No matter what you do, it just keeps getting worse and worse. So I think this is really amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think it's really great. Set up uh, Ella Friends, I think, which stands for like electric, I would imagine. Um, uh, I think this is such a great forum where people can, can help each other and be there for one another. And I think, I think uh, being in solidarity with other people can be such an empowering thing. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so... So I think it's really great that there is a space for people to reach out when they're having issues and problems and uh, they can get help they need from that forum. So I think it's really great. You betcha. My next shout out goes out to, this is a pretty crazy, uh, pretty crazy story, Jared. My next story takes us back to the Czech Republic, uh, my previous 
uh, hometown for a year last year. Yeah. Um, and this story, here's the headline for you, Jared. Uh, the Czech priest who brought a village back to life. High in the Eagle Mountains of the Czech Republic is a village with a difference. 80% of its residents have a disability. Uh, a charismatic priest turned the once abandoned spot into a community for some of the country's most marginalized citizens. So my sh- next shout out goes out to Father uh, Josef Suchar, who is, uh, he came, I believe, in the, I want to say in the late, uh, in, when did he come? I'm trying to find it real quick. 1987. Uh, so two years before the revolution in the Czech Republic, and for those of you unaware of Czech history, uh, 1989 was the end of communism in the Czech Republic, which did cause a big ripple effect and a lot of change within the Czech Republic. Um, and so he came to this town and realized that this town was decimated. Um, during the communist era, the, this, ta- this village really did not get the support it needed. A lot of the disabled people, I kid you not, Jared, uh, were locked away um, in some of the castles in the Eagle Mountains. They were locked away, condemned by the state, by the state here. Uh, we mean the uh, former, um, so I believe it would be f- former Soviet state uh, in the Czech Republic, um, uh, as dangerous, matter destru- uh, destructive. Uh, thousands were removed from their family, and propaganda spread that disability was infectious. A lot of people didn't survive. Uh, and so... When uh, Father Yosef came, he had the support of a few uh, volunteers, but a lot of people also thought he was kind of crazy uh, with his vision and his goals for this village. Now, about 30 years later, they say that the village is now unrecognizable from what it once was. Uh, a microbrewery opened there in 2018. <laughs> uh, now there's also a pub serving Czech specialties such as pork and dumplings, which is a great Czech dish if you ever want to try it. There's also a shop, a school, a playground, a restaurant, a market garden, and an orchard. Uh, there are handsome alpine cottages with neat gardens um, and lavender and geraniums all uh, near the area as well. So uh, I think it's really amazing that he was able to make this, uh, kind of revive this village, and uh, I think he deserves a lot of love. So uh, we thank you, Father Yosef Sukhar. Shout out, Father Joe. Uh, let's get into some untranslatables, please. Let's do it. Get us started, Jared. Okay. Uh, I always like to find untranslatables are idioms, sayings, proverbs, uh, signaled by said the aforementioned and foreheard Untranslatable owl. My first one is Malaysian, and it's uh, Kapo, and it means home grannies or grandmas, but grannies is more fun. Home grannies. Home grannies. Um, hey, get out of here, you home granny. Not oh, get is, out this, of is this, is this just like example. a is this just like a homebody? Someone that no, never that leaves home? Example. Oh, okay. That's a bad example. Uh, leave me alone, you home granny. <laughs> Um, um I, I, that that doesn't really help so me here, either. So I'll, I'll I'll give you an example. I was mm-hmm. just in Baton Rouge, where um, a lot of my family lives, and my grandpa asked me uh, if I go to church. Okay. If I have a church, and uh, older relatives always ask me that question, mm-hmm. and I always want to tell them. Well, not even just older relatives, but what well, is older relatives usually? But this has gr- the granny's part has nothing to do with old people. Let's just be clear. Okay. Okay. Um. You know, a lot of my older relatives always ask me this, and I always want to just be like, hey, can you just leave me alone, you home grannies? You're not going to like the answer anyway. So it's like, it's like somebody who's, 
like asking information that they don't want to hear, like the answer to. Well, that's what I told you, but it's that's not what it is. What exactly. is it? Curious to the point of being annoying. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess is that because grannies like to ask lots of questions usually. I guess, but what does it do with home? You didn't include the home part. I have no idea. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. you <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Um, what do you usually say? I'm just curious when they ask you if you go to church. Do you just tell them no? No, I just lie and say yes. Really? Okay. Okay. What benefit is there to them asking me this question? Because one, and I, I really wish you didn't ask me that, because <laughs> I don't know who listens to this, but um, I mean, my grandparents don't, that's for sure. But uh, <laughs> but um, I mean, what are they like? There's only really one answer, you know, uh, what am I supposed to say? No. And then what? Then what? They're gonna, they're gonna start uh, proselytizing to me, or they're gonna tell right. me why I'm wrong for not going. Right. Where it's like, okay, I mean, I hear you. Still not. Right. You're still not moving the needle there, though. There, chief. True. True. You're lucky. I, I drag myself when I come home to visit you guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a it's a tricky situation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of like so I, I'm not I gonna remember say what I just said. And right. uh, mom, dad, I apologize. Uh, but <laughs> it's funny it's though. I, re- I don't go. Right. I don't want to go. Right. I, I, re- I remember, I think you were the person that told me this is, is, uh, I don't remember what we were talking about, but you were like, don't, Hey, don't ask questions. You don't want to hear the answer to. Yeah. 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 But I'm not fair. following my own lo- logic there. Cause I just lie. <laughs> right. Right. I don't tell them the real answer because it's like, I don't, why am I hurting a senior citizen's feelings for no reason? Right. Well, and and I'm sure I'm sure with their beliefs, they they are asking you because they truly believe they, that uh, yeah, you need won't. to go. Yeah, yeah exactly. you need to go. Like if you want to, you know, attain salvation, for, uh, you need to go. Yeah, they're not looking for a friendly conversation on the uh, merits of going versus not going. You know, I was actually kind of nervous. To, not nervous. I was just I didn't want to get into it because I, you know, I said yes, I go. And mm. I asked my dad was sitting on the other side of the like living room kitchen. And what'd your dad say? Well. He, my my grandpa, luckily, he's an old man and he kind of talks quietly nowadays. Okay. I don't know. I don't think he heard. But I'm like, I don't want my dad to hear that I'm li- like, no, I don't right. not know if I'm lying or not. Then he's going to ask me and be like, no, right. I'm just lying to your dad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I was like, I was just, I was like, nobody wants to know what's like, just leave me alone. Right. Right. Okay. My next untranslatable. Here, I got is, one for uh, you. I got one okay. for you. Slow, slow down. Slow down. Wait, you just, oh, I thought, sorry, I thought you, I forgot. We talk about grannies. I forgot where this is. Yeah, we're talking about grannies. Here we go. I got you all flustered, Jared. My bad. (laughs) All right. Mine is is Indonesian uh, because uh, not next month, but the following month, I will be going to Bali for work. So I figured it'd be fun to try to learn a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. Yep. Bring your swim trunks. I got, yeah, I thought I brought a pair. I can't find them. Mm. I can't find them, so I'm gonna have to buy a pair. Anyways, this one's Indonesian. It is Air Tenang Jangan Disanka Tiada Buya, which means uh don't presume that still water doesn't have crocodiles in it. Oh, like don't judge a book by its cover. Um, or it's like don't 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 underestimate quite. someone. There we go. Very good. Mm. Don't underestimate mm. a certain situation or problem Arada. because there might be something more involved that could uh, cause you some problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, feel, I, I understand. I, I I try to do that. Not, you know, he someone seems stupid. Don't just automatically assume they're stupid. Right. Uh, I did that one time in college, 
and everyone sort of in our program thought this guy was dumb. And I remember we were, and I had a project with him, and he didn't. He was so unhelpful. But graduation day comes, and they're um, announcing the uh, magna cum laude's, and there he mm-hmm. goes up there with a three point nine eight GPA. <laughs> is this is this who I think it is? I don't know. I don't uh, know who you would think it I th- is. I think he was in Sigma Chi. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Okay, all right. We'll talk about it after the show because I'm curious <laughs> now. Anyways, give me your next untranslatable. Uh, it's not. It's not who you're thinking because okay. I don't think he was in a fraternity at all. Okay. Uh, um, my next untranslatable. Sorry, I'm keep throwing myself off. We're really going on tangents here. Uh, stay on focus. Malaysian is my next one as well. You know what? I take that back. Nope. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my next one is Russian, and Ooh. it is. Um, Mm-hmm. No, that's not my untranslatable. That's David. Ruki ne dokodiet. Ruki ne dokodiet. Ruki is hand, right? Or hands? Parada. Yeah? Very uh-huh. good. So hands aren't, and I don't know what that last word is. Hands don't reach. Or hands don't reach. Hands don't reach. Wow. Is that the same in Czech or something? Ruka is, yeah. But I've also been learning Russian on Duolingo uh fun fact oh, wow. for you yeah i'm surprised yeah. i'd even be impressed if you just knew like hands off the top of your ha- hand <laughs> in check <laughs> uh yeah i i'm surprised i can still remember an okay amount of check um i'm sure i'm still losing more than i want but anyways sure. so hands don't reach is this mm-hmm. like uh hands don't reach huh uh, is it like when something's insufficient um you need to be a little more specific than that um when you don't have enough resources to do something oh all right all right very good you don't have the time or bandwidth to do uh do stuff okay nice very Very nice good wow we really uh (laughs) that was a good one that was a good one all right my last one for you is chinese yes Uh, and it is um hold up i gotta gotta do the do the tones with my hand here i'll probably still say it wrong um, Sha Ji Jing Ho, which means uh, kill the chicken to scare the monkey. It's not like cut off your ha- head to spite your face. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Kill the like chicken you, to scare the monkey. It's like you make unnecessary sacrifices. Mm-mm. Okay. Necessary sacrifices? Nope. Nope. So I'll give you an example, Jared. So say, say I'm teaching my uh, English class later this afternoon, and uh, one student decides to disrupt the whole class, right? And then I say, all right, you know what? Uh, that was completely uncalled for. We are all going to say 20 minutes later after class today, and you are going to write me an essay why you shouldn't disrupt the class. Oh, so it's like other people suffering for someone else's mistake uh kind of it's more of punish an individual as an example to others so maybe that wasn't the greatest examples but yeah yeah no that was a good Mm -hmm. example that was a good example or or you could get to give a speech to your class on why you shouldn't interrupt a a classroom or something right exactly exactly uh speaking of stupid things (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about it merry christmas versus happy holidays let me let me first give you some fun facts about uh, just just to put in context for the people 
outside of the United States that don't understand happy holidays versus Merry Christmas. First of all, you know, Christmas is on December 25th and, you know, it's in December now. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, most a lot of people here in the U.S. celebrate Christmas. So it's popular to say Merry Christmas to people. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of people try to be more inclusive Mm -hmm. and say happy holidays because there are various people um, of various religions or whatever that don't celebrate Christmas. And so it's like, yeah, you know, it's just like. Um, it's, it's just like, well, let's just give a more overarching theme to, to just say like, oh, have a, enjoy your holidays. Maybe you don't celebrate Christmas, but you probably still get time off around Christmas. Enjoy right. the time off, the right. holiday times. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you celebrate Hanukkah, which is in the same sort of time period as Christmas, but not Christmas. You know, right. enjoy your holiday, which is mm-hmm. Hanukkah, you know, something like that. Um, 67% of Republicans don't, and interesting Republicans, let me uh-huh. be clear, okay. don't think it's necessary for businesses to ditch uh, a Christmas greeting for happy holidays. Only 30% of Democrats feel the same. Party preference was the sharpest dividing line on this question, uh, but young people are also more likely, far more likely to prefer a non denominational salutation 67%. That doesn't as surprise are me. Black Americans 69%. Okay. Giggity. W- what what about white Americans? Does it say? <laughs> uh they don't matter is what it says. No, it doesn't. <laughs> say. I, don't, I don't know. I I I I maybe if I I, I just pulled out like sections from the article. Maybe if gotcha, I Gotcha. Gotcha. Like um, but I don't think it's sad. I, I actually don't think it's sad. Right. I, it, um they were, they were trying to show like where the biggest changes were. And I right. bet you it's Maybe it's closer to a 50-50 split with white Americans. It's just a guess. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea either. Um, but it, it's interesting that it's like a political thing, you know? Yeah. But I, I think that shows how much also religion plays into politics. But In the States, for sure. I will say this, though, too, Jared. Now that I think about it, at the very, very top of the show, I said that it's been going on for a few years. I actually think this has probably been going on for like maybe even 10 years. Because I, I remember, like, oh, I remember when I used to work in retail at at, um, at the Dexter Pharmacy back in the day, where I would have I would usually you know tell people Happy Holidays just because I I didn't know what their religion was I didn't know what they celebrated, you know I don't want to you know wish someone Happy Christmas or Happy Christmas in my British now <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas <laughs> and they say Happy Christmas I think so yeah mm-hmm. oh, okay um, Happy and Christmas. you know and they look at me and they're like and they're like. You know, I celebrate Hanukkah or what or whatever. Anyway, so right. I would usually say Happy Holidays to be safe. And I had a couple people, and this was when I was like 16, 17, 18. So this would have been, you know, 10 to 12 years ago, where there were a few people that got like, got kind of like short with me or got a little snippy and were like, Merry Christmas. And then I would, of course, like say back to them, Merry Christmas. And then it seemed like the issue was resolved. But then I thought about it and it's like, well, what if, what if I didn't celebrate Christmas? Like you're kind of an asshole. So let me answer your initial uh, concern. Mm-hmm. Former Fox News media personality, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's the only place I get my news. <laughs> right. Bill O'Reilly, oh, famous uh, sexual uh, assaulter. Uh, the most notorious war on uh, the most notorious war on Christmas alarmist of the past two decades. Recite this is from Snopes, by the way. Recited his. Uh, conspiratorial version of the controversy during a television broadcast in 2004. Okay. Now, I'll be fair. I'll be fair. I, I agree with you. I think it really started becoming a thing, you know, with social media. 
That's yeah. where I think it, it, it. Like I think when Bill, and I'll tell you what he said in a second. But I think more in the 2004 time, it was maybe it was more of a thing with older people. Uh, but I, I think like people like me in 2004, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't care. Honestly, I still don't care. Like I still don't care. But let me be clear, I still don't care what people say to me. Right. But um, but that's privilege to be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is uh from Bill O'Reilly. All over the country, Christmas is taking flack. In Denver this past weekend, no religious floats were permitted in the holiday parade there. In New York City, Mayor Bloomberg unveiled the holiday tree and no Christian uh, Christmas symbols are allowed in the public schools. Uh, how are those two things related? Uh, federated, uh, federated department stores, uh, federated department stores, Macy's, have done away with the Christmas greeting, Merry Christmas. Now all of this anti-Christmas stuff is absurd and may even be a biased situation. But the real reason it's happening has little to do with Christmas and everything to do with organized religion. Secular progressive uh, progressives realize that America, as it is now, will never approve of gay marriage, partial birth abortion, euthanasia, legalized drugs, income redistribution, uh, throughout taxation and many other progressive visions because of religious opposition. But it's the secularist, secu- secularists, but if the secularists can destroy religion in the public arena, the brave new progressive world is a possibility. That's what's happened in Canada. So that's his quote. I, I, I will say this though. I don't you think agree. he's, I, I don't think he's 100% <laughs> off about, about progressives wanting to tone down religion in the public sector. I don't think he's, I don't, you know, he has a lot of crazy ideas. I don't think he's that far off with that idea. Yeah, maybe you're right. But I would say, I would bet you also, um, Mr. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess. But what about the whole separation of church and state? Isn't that in the Constitution? It is. That's a great point. And aren't those right-wing people obsessed with the Constitution and following it to a T? They they like to say that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I would say that, yeah, I think you're right. I think progressive people do want to um, tone down Christian, like Christian messages in mm-hmm. public because the United States is not a Christian country. Now, yes, b- by majority Statistically we Statistically speaking, we are, yes. But and, and, and yes, we function as one. But right. like, you, you know, if, if you look, if you were to open the, uh, what are, not the Al- Al- Almanac, is that what it is? What? Or like the the atlas or whatever, and flip to the, U- the United States of America, and it said mm-hmm. official religion. It wouldn't. It would say no religion, right? It wouldn't say Christianity. I would Google that to be sure, Jared. I think it might say Christianity. I mean, we don't have any official religion. You're right, but I would say the the now, majority religion is definitely Christian. Yeah, I don't know if we have an official and we run religion. As a Christian right. place, but like we're not right. a Christian. Like all these people, and I'm saying this because all these people like Bill O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. That towed us as like a you know losing our Christian faith as a country, where it's right. like like you're welcome to celebrate that, Mister uh, or, or Mister and Mrs. I want to be free, but like right, this, <laughs> right. Like, you can't like m- you can't like get mad at people for or, or like say that like they're ruining the or like trying to destroy the country by right by saying happy holidays. They're merely right. trying to say you know greet everyone. Right, and it's like you're the, like you guys just want to dismiss a large portion of the um, the uh, population because you think your portion of the population is the most important and right runs 
the United States, which I guess is true, but it's right. not supposed to be. The well, United think... States remains a predominantly Christian nation with 78% mm-hmm. of all adults identifying with Christian faith and more than nine-tenths of those who um, identify as Christian. Okay, well, yeah, but that's not really answering my question. Anyway, right. whatever, keep going. Sorry. Right. Yeah, I think I think the interesting thing, too, about this whole Happy Holidays versus Merry Christmas is I think a lot of people assume when you wish someone happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas that you're excluding Christmas. But Christmas is a part of the holiday during the holiday season. So I think it all depends on how you view what this phrase happy holidays really means. And, and I think but it's, that's the hypocrisy though. You know, they right. you feel like you're they feel like they're excluding Christmas. But it's like, but yeah, but you're by your you know, by you being so adamant about Christmas, you're not even thinking about the people you're excluding. Right. Yeah, I would agree. 100%. I just think it's really fascinating because it's like, why why do I have to specifically say Christmas when I don't, you know, look, if I know you celebrate Christmas, I mean, I celebrate Christmas as well. I will gladly say Merry Christmas to you. But if I don't know you that well, especially if I'm at like a store or, or if you think of it as on like a business standpoint, you know, even though, even though nine tenths of the population at least according to whatever statistic you're pulling from our Christian, there's still, I think, a large amount, especially in different areas. Like if you go to Dearborn, Michigan, I guarantee you the majority of the population there does not celebrate celebrate Christmas. Christmas, So, you know, I think also from a business standpoint, uh, I think it's wiser to just not have a bunch of Christmas stuff up because then you you could be excluding other clientele. Now, like the, I kind, I don't know, I kind of like the idea of a holiday tree. And why can't we use a holiday tree to also include other holidays like Kwanzaa and Hanukkah? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there are probably other holidays during that time of the year that I'm also missing uh, that I'm not informed about because um, I'm sure there are. Could you just do me a favor and just Google holidays, other holidays during Christmas season or something like that? Uh, I'm sure you can Google other, it in I a better way. It starts with, uh, well, not other, but different. Uh, uh, how, how do I even say it? Holidays around, Chris, around Christmas time. Let's see what comes up. I'm curious. Holidays around Christmas time. Um, uh, Kwanzaa, solstice, winter solstice, Chinese mm-hmm. New Year, Yule. Oh, Yule. Yep. Set, I don't. What is Yule? Isn't I don't even Yule log is isn't that a log that you use to start a Christmas uh, fireplace? I think so, but I don't know. I've heard it before. I don't know. Satch. Uh, Satur, Satur, Saturnalia, Saturnalia, yep. uh-huh. Festivus, which is not really a real thing. It's a real thing if you're a Seinfeld fan, Jared. <laughs> Chalica, Chalica. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Makar, Sankranti, Rende. But I think we're maybe going Junkaroo. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Malanka, Soyal. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Um, ironically, uh, holiday is a uh, is a Christian friendly greeting. The root holiday, uh, ho- holiday, holy stem- day. Yeah, stems mm-hmm. from yeah. holy day, right. and uh, for like for a long time in the U.S., saying ho- like happy holidays was an accepted way of saying you know Merry Christmas because holiday was just an assumed religious term already. Right. So it's. So it's interesting how that has now turned to be like a 
like an like a act of aggression against Christians saying right, <laughs> right, right. That's true. The other funny thing too is like. If I say happy holidays, it also saves me some breath because I don't have to... Like, if I don't see you until after the new year, I have to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. That's yeah, a lot to say. You say it like that. Right. And a happy New Year. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, do, do, do you... So, yeah, I don't, it doesn't... Personally, it doesn't bother me. I'm going to be honest with you. And But as I said before, that's definitely... Um, not the case with a lot of people. <laughs> that's de- no, but I mean, that's definitely a privilege, I think. Um, yeah. A privilege Wh- in the why, sense where... Why do you think it doesn't bother you? Because I celebrate Christmas, but I also don't... I'm not that precious about Christmas as a as a holiday, and I'm not concerned about people destroying uh, uh, Christianity in the United States. <laughs> right. I also don't think that by you not wishing me a Merry Christmas will really affect my Christmas whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let, let's um, let's talk about. You mentioned the Starbucks cup. Now right. that wasn't the origination. Clearly, that's not the origination of the war on Christmas. Okay, but I think that definitely brought it back into light hugely. Okay, now, I, I brought. I have an article here about it. I'll just oh, cool. kind of read through cool. it and skim some of it because I that's that's really to me when it first became like a like and maybe that's because that's really when I was getting more into social media and stuff. But that's personally to me with the Starbucks cup is when it really started getting into my purview. Okay. Uh, and so um, Starbucks notoriously in this time puts out a holiday cup. And so they uh, have unveiled their holiday cups. This was from last year. A lineup of four uh, festive, but not too festive mm-hmm. <laughs> cups, <laughs> um, uh, which is uh, so one of them is plain red with like sort of different shades of red and in like different quadrants of it another Mm -hmm. one just has like holly looking leaves another one is like a red sort of design another one is like a green design uh um as the press release for the for the occasion explains the four cups designs are meant to capture the two decade history of the holiday starbucks cup first introduced in 1997 in the spirit of the company snipped uh in the spirit of the uh, excuse me, in the spirit of nostalgia, the company snipped pieces uh, from Starbucks holiday past for this year's cup, adding doses of vintage colors and patterns, and reinterpreted them with graphic flair and a dash of glitter and sunshine. The argyle green star cup or stargyle alludes to an illustration <laughs> of a couple reaching up to place a star atop a holiday tree. From Christmas Blend 1999, the Stripes Cup is intended to tastefully evoke the extremely controversial, uh, but as Starbucks would say, iconic Red Cup, which Mm -hmm. uh, I brought up a second ago, while also referencing the sealed seam that runs along the back of the the, the Starbucks coffee bags. The Flora version features Holly-esque ripe coffee cherries, also featured on the holiday cups of 2013 and 2017. In the red and white, uh, Espresso Houndstooth has something to do with the brand's Christmas blend espresso roast coffee and dark and rich, and so is the pattern of Houndstooth, which is likewise seasonal because it looks like flames. Mm. Um, uh, Now there's a little bit of, you know, they're fine cups. The cup uh, critics at Refinery29, in fact, deem them the best we've seen in years. They're extremely tasteful in a very soft sort of way, pleasantly abstract, very Christmassy, but without much of the heavy 
handed iconography of Christmas. The ripe Christmas cherries. Okay. And evocative <laughs> of simpler times, like 1997. Hmm. Uh, since at least 2015, the Holiday Cups have become a battleground in a yep. one-sided yep. fight over American values. That's hilarious. That is uh, for pretty the first well 18 put. Years, uh, this is from Vox, by the way. For the, fir- from mm. the, first, for the first 18 years, the Holiday Cup featured... What the brand called symbols of the season, including but not limited to holiday, holly snowflakes, ice skates, reindeer, Christmas trees, Christmas lights, Christmas ornaments, doves, with the exception of the first. Uh, anyway, but in 2015, the brand uh, debuted a two-tone ombre cup. Speaking, uh, uh, that top part was poppy red fading into a more soulful cranberry without any seasonal symbols at all. In the past, we, uh, we have told stories with our holiday cup design, said Jeffrey Field, Starbucks VP of Design and Content, in that year's cup statement. This year we wanted to usher in the holidays with a purity of design that welcomes all of our stories. We can call this an ideological decision or just a business one. Uh, Starbucks knows who its audience is and it's known uh, that audience is, and it knows that audience is increasingly diverse. Now that is the dumbest sentence I've ever heard. We can yep. call this an ideological decision or just a business one. Semicolon. Starbucks knows who its audience is. Starbucks is a business. The reason mm-hmm. Starbucks knows who their audience is is because they have a giant market research department specifically devoted to figuring out who their customer is. So it's 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 a purely a, a, a business decision because you're talking about a business. In right. response to this uh, minimalist cup, conservative Christian internet evangelist Joshua Feuerstein. Now you probably don't pronounce it like that. Probably when not. You pronounce it in a proper German way, it sounds right. even <laughs> scarier. Right. <laughs> Joshua Feuerstein. <laughs> Which means love, Firestone, by the way. As you love when people do. Uh, right. Launched a counter war uh, on Starbucks, striking back uh, what he perceived to be their cups, uh, cup-based war on Christmas. In a video titled, Starbucks removed Christmas from their cups because they hate Jesus. So I pranked them and they hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and he like he like um you know classic trying to uh, make stuff go viral he like cap locks capped locked uh remove christmas so i prank them and hate it like those right. words especially stick out he outlined right. his complaint do you realize that starbucks wanted to take christ and christmas off of their brand new cups that's what they're uh that's what they're just plain red in uh, let me actually say this properly that's what they're playing red. In fact, do you realize that Starbucks isn't allowed to say Merry Christmas to its customers? The prank was told uh, was that he told a barista his name was Merry Christmas. So they had to write Merry Christmas on the cup and say, like, Merry Christmas, a coffee for Merry Christmas. It's right. worth noting that while... Uh, 2015 cup was more uh, was far more minimal than previous in, uh, mm-hmm. incarnations. No Starbucks cup has ever featured Jesus. <laughs> also, the right. cup was I'm not surprised about that. As of the New York Times dispatch uh, from the cup font in front in 2017, the video w- had been viewed over 17 million times. Other conservative conservatives soon amplified Feuerstein's sentiments. Donald Trump. Then a uh, long-shot presidential candidate used the cup as an example of the so-called, so-called war on Christmas, a battle that has supposedly been raging since the Puritans banned 
uh, celebrations of the holiday in the 17th century. Which but, I find interesting because I highly doubt Donald Trump even knows who the Puritans were and what they did. <laughs> Just saying. The Puritan, isn't that the guy on the uh, Quaker Oats box? <laughs> um, but really uh, took off in 20, 2005 with Bill O'Reilly. Uh, mm. Liberal antagonism toward the holiday. Now, I love, though, uh, our buddy Joshua Feuerstein. I love his boycott involves going to Starbucks, standing in line, ordering a drink, paying for that drink uh-huh. <laughs> and right. then literally just having the person say a coffee for merry christmas right right <laughs> oh Got i show them right <laughs> it's like it's like when pit. it's like when people were burning all of their nike stuff it's like well y- you, yeah, you you bought all that stuff yeah you've already they've already done it they already got your money Right, you can do whatever, exactly. whatever you want with it at this point. Right, and they, exactly. And when that was happening, they were making the jokes about like, oh no, now they lost another 10 Air Monarch sales. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Which is like for our, our non-American listeners out there, the Air Monarchs are like the dad shoe in the yeah, United States. Yeah, they're like just white sure. walking shoes, essentially. I feel like it's either it's either Air, Bulky, Air Monarchs or new, or new Balances. My dad rocks yeah. the New Balances, but I know a lot of other dads who but rock New Balance the Air actually Monarchs. did back in the day kind of take a uh, conservative not back in the day excuse me a couple years ago kind of uh-huh. took a conservative stance and, and they were getting a, a lot of flat or not flat people were making fun of them for being like mm. being like who cares you know you're an old dad shoe anyway right uh, although right. new balance does make some good shoes i'm not gonna lie they but, do um, they do yeah no like there's this it really is a one-sided war no one yeah. is saying we don't like Christmas. We're not. We're against Christmas. You can't celebrate Christmas. It's just trying most to be of, inclusive. And most of these people that are saying Happy Holidays probably celebrate Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But it's not even about that. Like it, it's. And like, I never felt bad telling people Happy Holidays, even when I celebrate Christmas. Why would you? Yeah. Like why right. would you? So right. I, Jared Miner, have done my research, and I have found um, a list from a. Uh, Called the Naughty or Nice List, put out oh, by nice. the Very AFA, American Family Radio. Uh, AFA is American Family something. Association? AFA? A- yeah, probably. It's a religious okay. association. Okay. Okay. Every year for uh, at least since 2011, they've put out a nice, marginal, and naughty list. And okay. they're referring to the war on Christmas specifically. And mm-hmm. they're talking about the companies that are friendly to Christmas. So, you know, they acknowledge Christmas. And uh, they're all well, here. Let me just t- let, let me let them tell you. We continually okay. update the list. So check back often. Criteria. AFA reviews up to five areas to determine if a company is Christmas friendly in their advertising. Print media, newspaper, in- newspaper inserts. Uh, broadcast media, radio, television, website, social media, Facebook, Twitter, and or personal visits to the store. So, you know, going to the store, do they say Merry Christmas? Do they have outward, right. uh, you know, signs of Christmas on their walls in the store? It was right. considered as an attempt to reach Christmas shoppers. Uh, uh, oh, excuse me. If a company's ads has references to items associated with Christmas, trees, wreaths, lights, etc. It was considered Mm -hmm. uh, as an attempt to reach Christmas shoppers. If a company has items associated with Christmas but did not use the word Christmas, then the company is considered as censoring Christmas. Want to report a company? Send in a... No, I'm not even going to... That is hilarious (laughs) to me, though. Like, why, why does it have to say Christmas specifically? If you have Christmas associated things... People know you're still talking about Christmas, even if you don't explicitly say the word Christmas. Chad, this is a war, goddammit. 
I guess <laughs> this is this is really how privileged we are in the United States that so we have full blown arguments on on Happy Holidays versus Merry Christmas. People, there are millions of people in the world right now um, sell, uh, uh, practicing their religion out of the fear of being murdered for it. Um, right, right. And there's a, and we're having fake wars. And we're on pranking Starbucks <laughs> by having them write "Merry Christmas" on a damn. If people cup, are legitimately concerned about about the 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 state of the United States based off of someone saying "Merry Christmas" to you. Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. Yeah, <laughs> it's right, crazy. I'll just run through some highlights. Now, I'll be fair. Their list, they have a large. Their naughty list is larger than the marginal and naughty list. Excuse me. I'm not the surprised. The nice list. The nice list is the largest list. That's what I meant. Oh, really? That, okay. I mispo- Interesting. I misspoke. Interesting. The nice list okay. Is the largest. Just and list off a want, couple from each list. And here's what I can do. I'm just gonna blast okay. through a couple of them. If you hear anyone, okay. anyone's that catch your attention, you know, especially in the marginal or naughty section, call them out. Okay. Because I All can right. click on any of these and they'll explain their reasoning. Oh, cool, cool. Okay. So the nice can you, list. Can you post this on our Twitter when this episode drops? Uh, yes. I think this would be a great thing for our listeners to be able to see. Um, I, I'm gonna have to make fun of it somehow, though, because I I don't want it to be. That's fine. I'm not supporting this list in any. No, sort no, of no. Way. That's fine. I'm sure you'll be able to find a good way I to, think of some to, joke to make fun of them. Yeah. Right. Uh, make it a joke. Sorry, <laughs> I'm saying post naughty or nice list. Make right. it a joke because I don't want anyone to be think I'm. Supporting you, you should. This. You should write. You should write something like. Uh, uh, are you trying to make sure you're you're not. Uh, being naughty or nice check out these stores for i don't know for oh you know what i'll give my personal naughty nice list and let me like Pornhub or like uh. <laughs> 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 who knows they might say merry christmas jared you never know uh <laughs> porn i actually follow them on twitter because they have a pretty funny twitter account right. and they're actually they they're, they seem actually quite liberal i mean obviously but right. they have, have well, a, actually that's pretty a surprise funny, they have a pretty funny twitter account and it's not just right. porn all right let's um, go through anyway. this list 1-800-Flowers. This is the nice list. Some of these okay. are not a surprise. Bass right. Pro Shop, not a surprise. Not Cabela's, a surprise. Cabela's oh, not Bass a surprise. Shop. Oh, really? Uh, ben, Bath & okay. Beyond, Bath & Body Works, Banana Republic, okay. Dillard's, which is a department store. Uh, it's mm-hmm. in Pan Rouge and uh, uh-huh. in the South. I don't it's know all over. It uh-huh. uh, Big Lots, um, Dollar Tree, Hallmark. None of these things are surprising so far. Hallmark doesn't so surprise far. me, nope. No. no, I mean they're. I mean no, but they probably also have other specific religious or like they probably have Hanukkah stuff too. Right. But maybe they specifically do say Merry Christmas. Home Depot. Who's buying gifts at Home Depot? Uh, J C. You'd be surprised, Jared. Yeah, that's true. I think you'd be surprised. Really, uh, J C. Penny. Okay. Joe. Yeah. They. They listen. J C. Penny. You guys cannot afford to be. Are they still uh, in business? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Are they still in business? <laughs> you guys cannot afford to be alienating anyone. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Kroger. Uh, all right. Now my real question is who's getting gifts from Kroger? L.L. Bean, Kmart, Lowe's, Macy's, Marshall's, Menards, also not surprising. QVC, right. Neiman Marcus, True Value, Toys R uh-huh. Us. Well, they don't exist anymore, so. They're uh, reopening. Toys R Us is uh, reopening, Independently, dude. though, right? Isn't it? I think so, yeah. So we'll like see they, if they stay still, on the nice it's list. It's not like a corporation, is it? I think people are I'm not sure. If I'm not I'm not, that's a great question. Walmart, sure. Zappos, True Value. All right. Marginal. Give me some. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. Starbucks is on the marginal list. And fascinating. Okay. And this is the official AFA list. So uh, hey. Um, heard it here first. Hey, well, heard uh, it there Bill first. O'Reilly, but, yeah. Update your. Uh, <laughs> uh, now I got to switch. Sorry. My uh, this computer automatically opens to um, Internet Explorer, and oh, I'm not a Republican. Nope. I don't use Internet, Internet Explorer. <laughs> 
Starbucks. <laughs> uh, company refers to Christmas infrequently or in a single advertising medium, but not in others. That's what okay. I say. Okay. Safeway, which is a grocery store. Best Buy, mm-hmm. Whole Foods, Sears, CVS. Amazon, did I say Amazon? And Dollar General. Okay. Now, the naughty list. Mm-hmm. Barnes & Noble. Okay. Um, Bookstore. Company okay. M- uh, may use Christmas sparingly in a single or unique product description, but as a company okay. does not recognize it. Okay. Dick's Sporting Goods. They use mm. the word dicks in their title, which is a flagrant reference to penises. <laughs> company may use Christmas sparingly in a single, or that's what's going to say for all of it. So they, they don't recognize Christmas, all these places, essentially. Foot right. Locker, Kohl's, Gap, Maurice's. I don't know what Maurice's is, but that does not surprise me. Nordstrom, Office Depot, PetSmart, Old Navy, Office Max, Staples, Steinmott. The, f- the, fun- the funny thing is a lot of these on the naughty list, I would say, at least what I know about these stores, I feel like the audience is different. A lot of the stores you're, you've listed on the naughty list, a lot of them I think young people tend to use more yes. frequently, whereas well, a lot of the other ones were like hardware stores and stuff that like adults tend to use more. You know, it's interesting that you say that. I thought about that specifically when I saw Foot Locker. I thought mm-hmm. about, oh, well, they did say that, you know, 69% of a- African-Americans uh, prefer like happy holidays. And I'm sure right. Foot Locker has a large African-American contingency. If you guys didn't know, black right. people like sneakers. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, all these places are also big companies. So they all are mm-hmm. privy to the same sort of market research that I could just pull up on Google. And right. so, yeah, I, like right. they, these people know their audiences and it, it definitely makes sense. Right. We, we need, Victoria's Secret's also on the list. Mm. Uh, also probably knowing their audience. I'm sure if you um, were to uh, take out females, it'd probably be more towards um, more towards preferring happy holidays. And it's just like right. generally as you get to more marginalized mm-hmm. communities, I'm just going to assume that it's going to slightly sway more towards... Probably. Probably. Um, towards... That's, uh, that's an interesting it. list though, Jared. Um, mm-hmm. I just can't believe that people are taking time out of their day to make this list, write these reports, and this I is feel like continually updated. Like this is right, not a static list. Right, right. <laughs> like I feel like you could do so much, so many better things with your day. Okay, fine. If you if you really love Christmas, why don't you do some of the things that Jesus did and go volunteer at a homeless shelter or mm-hmm. go volunteer at a soup kitchen? Do something more productive than just Can writing a list. Where so much easier to do stuff sit in front of a computer. That's true. That is true. <laughs> And fun. You can have a side window with a uh, YouTube open. With Mariah Carey's All I Want for oh. Christmas is You. <laughs> or Joel Oldstein. That's true, too. Um, have the 700 Club on in the background. Right. Exactly. And, you know, now speak. I bet you the AFA would not approve of our song of the pod, but I probably not. Now, What's our song, song of the pod for today, Jared? Uh, this song, first of all, is a uh, is uh, shit. I don't have it up. In fr- oh, Annual AA called China. And uh, Anuel probably is how you closer mm-hmm. how you pronounce it. And this mm-hmm. song is bar none a certified banger. And I could yep. say certified because it's bouncing up on a billion views on YouTube, eight hundred and ninety six yep. million YouTube views. This song starts. And I've been just hearing of it, so I, mm-hmm. I don't know where I've been. But this song is a banger. It starts mm-hmm. off with the uh, "Wasn't Me" uh, line by from Shaggy. Wasn't me by Shaggy, yep. and it sort mm-hmm. of ha- fuses that beat. And I'm mm-hmm. sure they paid a lot of money that, to get that, that melody. Beat. That melody. That melody. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. That, I'm sure they paid a lot of money to get that melody, and I'm sure they've made that money back 
uh, oh, exponentially. Yeah. Just on YouTube alone, <laughs> probably. Um, 80, almost, almost, yeah. Almost a billion views. 800, almost 900 million. 800, probably right. added at this point, and I listened to the song right. an hour ago. <laughs> right. Um, right. I'll probably at 900 million, at least. Um, and this song, when I was listening to the song, I probably learned or like like got excited by 12 different dance moves that I've never seen before in my life that I'm like, that's dope. Have you seen the right. music video? Of course not. Oh nope. my God, dude. This is so nope. good. It's so good. But you know what very- I figured out? When you send me messages on iMessage, even YouTube stuff, I can see it. Oh, so you just play it in, like, do you just play it in On the iMessage, yeah. All right, I'll send it to you. Because when you, you send me... find it on Yuku, couldn't you? Uh, well, I'll look after we're done recording, maybe. But I'll, then I'll keep that in mind. Maybe. Because um, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send them to you then, too. At least, at least the last one you sent me worked. And I wonder if it's because I just updated my iOS on my phone and updated my iOS on my laptop. Or my, not my iOS, but my software, my hard drive, whatever the well, correct I'll terminology you, is. I'll send you uh, this one, and, and we'll we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, how did you? I mean, how did you find the song? This almost a billion views on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> Spotify, Spotify. Yeah, I, I just like, I typed in. Avoid it. I typed in Spanish hits. All right, let's see if it'll work real quick. I'm gonna give it a try. Let's see here. And it really is a banger. Like. I, I like when I when I saw that it was I had so many views I kind of felt oh, like oh no it won't work now weird uh, that's the 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 video you sent me earlier of Steve Walsh check out one of our older episodes he was a guest on our podcast um, that one would work wasn't but maybe it was, it's also it, was it, that it was one Steve from Walsh YouTube or Instagram about? yeah it, oh the what Steve I just Walsh video that was no Instagram. no or yesterday was, oh was. maybe it's Instagram videos yeah because I can't get get this one to work. I'll have to see yeah. if I can find it later uh, and give it a watch. Yeah, there's um, some great yeah. dance moves in it, and it's nice. just a, like it's very catchy, and it's a pretty long song too. It's actually five yeah. minutes, which is a pretty long, pretty long for like a top forty banger kind of. thing. It is, it is. So check it out, China by who's it by again? Anuel AA. I don't. I couldn't understand why it was called China. Also, I also didn't know, but the the title is what caught my attention. Um, right. But and I'm yeah. glad it so, did. It also has Daddy Yankee in it. He's a yep. popular over here. He is. And if any of our Spanish-speaking listeners can decipher the meaning of the song and can explain oh, to I us can. why it's China, oh, you I can. can read, they, they, there's, uh, they, they trans. I could just pull. Oop, 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 oop. Oh, that was a that was a Spanish <laughs> uh, YouTube commercial. Yeah, there they they have the lyrics on the video. I'll, oh, I'll sweet. Just, okay. I'll just read some of them. Is can you just skim it? Is the word China in there anywhere? I don't think I heard China anywhere. Uh, hold on, this I, I gotta get through this Spanish Walmart ad. <laughs> I was on the uh, and was ta- and I got tangled up. I was uh, on the disc para, para nado. I don't know what that means. They're doing this cool dance move with their leg. Uh, I was on the. All right, all right, all right. I get it. You're on the disc. Your body is pure poison, baby. You take me to heaven, baby. Yep, this sounds like a My reggaeton wife was song. Calling me, but I didn't answer. <laughs> oh jeez! I was already oh, with you, with you, Peranado, and I forgot about her. My God, forgive me. I don't know why I failed him. Uh, Merry Christmas. I was on the record, Peranado, and it, and that, and with it, I got tangled up. So he's talking about cheating on his wife. You beat me, you put me in the game, and you hurt me. Um, now I feel kind of bad asking you to read these lyrics. <laughs> the weekly ticket might be spent on you. I I think uh, bijote, excuse me, for being ricotta, I give you cheese. If we don't fight, I never. All right, you get it. It's just about right. him. Okay, I don't know why they called it China. Interesting. Wife. 
<laughs> right. Weird. Weird. I don't know why they titled it China, but anyways. Me neither. But regardless, Spe- I still love the song because it was. It's a, a great song. It does. It is. Check it out on Translatable Podcast. Uh, song of the Pod playlist on Translatable Podcast on YouTube. Speaking of China, though, Jared, I have a Chinese word of the pod for you today, and it's um, Jiaqi, and Jiaqi means uh, holidays. Mm. My Spanish word of the pod is polemi- polemica. Polemica. And what's polemica? Another word for polemica is controversia. Oh, contra- controversy. Mm-hmm. Or controversial. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, Jared, you know, I figured since we were talking about Merry Christmas today, I would come in with a couple Christmas jokes. So here we go. What do you call an elf who writes rhymes? Uh, what's that? A rapper with a W. <laughs> That's pretty good, Joe. <laughs> uh, why? I wish there was a better way to say it, though. Like where you could just right. say it and then you'd know that it's with the W. A rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a what rapper? Yeah, there's no, there's, there's <laughs> no way. A rapper. <laughs> right. A rapper. Uh, why? <laughs> this one's a little naughty. So if, if our children are listening, you need to uh, plug your ears. Uh, earmuffs, everybody. Why is Santa so jolly? Uh, why is that? Because he knows where all the naughty girls live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you call an unfriendly and obnoxious reindeer? Um, Rudolph the red-nosed asshole. Rudolph. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> they're being rude. Uh, all right. And the, the last one, this one's more of a winter-themed one. Uh, but it is winter time now. And so uh, here we go. What is the difference between snowmen and snow women, Jared? Mm, what's that? I'm Snowballs. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> so there we go. There That's we go. I a couple. Snow dentify. It's nothing to do with my. Bio- bio- <laughs> That's how you snow snow dentify <laughs> yourself. Nice. <laughs> Well, I think this has been a fun episode, and I really appreciate all the facts you've brought in, Jared, about the differences between Happy Holidays and Merry Christmas. You betcha. And I really think that the whole idea of Happy Holidays, obviously some some of my liberal bias may be coming out here, but I think Happy Holidays, the whole reason for it is just for inclusivity, recognizing that people celebrate other holidays other than Christmas. And I think that a lot of people who want you to say Merry Christmas only consider their holiday as a legitimate holiday, which I think is a very big issue. Um, and, and it's very exclusive and it's very, I think it's just kind of rude, like to only consider that Christmas is the only holiday worth like wishing someone like to enjoy, I just don't think is quite right. I think uh, we should be inclusive, doesn't matter what race, religion, creed you are um, during the holiday season. It shouldn't matter what your holiday is. And in my opinion, you shouldn't be offended if someone wishes you happy holidays and of Merry Christmas. If, yeah, if you take some sort of, if you take someone saying happy holidays as some sort of personal attack, maybe you need to look within. Yeah, I would agree. Absolutely. Well, let us know what your thoughts are on the war on Christmas uh, at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, slide into our DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1 for uh anything christmas or happy holiday related check out our instagram um i'm sure i can dig up some pictures of uh christmas time uh or holiday time whichever way you want to call it uh i'm sure jared has some too that we could pop up 
uh, on our Instagram, on Translocable Podcast. And lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us some feedback on how we could make this podcast better for you. So we hope you have a very happy and healthy holiday season. As we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, <laughs> as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuya, which is gracias and shishia. <laughs>